This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. Today's episode is sponsored by Organifi, the world's best superfoods company. Use coupon code SOBERLIFE at the checkout, all one word, to receive 15% off any of your Organifi purchases. Again, SOBERLIFE, coupon code 15% off all of your Organifi purchases. Check it out. Welcome back to another episode of the Sober Life Audio Experience. Experience. What up, what up, what up, what up? Yo, yo. yo. Bri, bri. What's good, man? What up, Romy Rome? Dude, we have today one of our listeners, one of uh, our friends. That too. Yeah. And I like you guys, actually, yeah. <laughs> in real life. And, and uh, I, sh- I want to say like a pillar in certain circles and oh, communities we, we, run, we run with. Okay, yeah. Adam, Tell me more. Adam, why don't you uh why don't you say what's up, my man? What up, Adam? Hey, my name is Adam Moraskis, and uh I've been listening to the show. Uh these are my dudes, Roman and Brian. I've known <laughs> yes, them for, for a couple years since I moved out here to San Diego. Yeah. And uh, I heard they were doing this podcast and I started listening and I was like, This is serious business. Yeah. I can get down with this. Thank you, man. Hell I appreciate yeah. it, bro. Hell yes. yeah, hell yeah. So as you know, yes. we like to start out a certain way. Roman, mm-hmm. why don't you why don't yeah. you break us off? Well, we start out every guest, and today you are a special guest. Special. We will give you three special questions. Mm-hmm. Question number one, Adam. What is your vision? <laughs> My vision is to become the fullest Adam that I can be. Mm. Right? To to a friend of mine likes to say, find your note and hold it. Damn. Right to to find what it is like. What is my purpose? What is what is my thing that I came to Earth to do? What what are my gifts? And then I want to share those with the world full blast because no one else has those gifts. Oh, so my vision is is to just to be full blown me. <laughs> Hell Damn, yeah, dude. Hell yeah, yeah. I love it. That's my thing. How, how's that going for you lately, Adam? It's 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 going great now. It's it's taken years yeah. to get to where I'm at, and I'm still growing. Yes, yes. But it's been great. I, I can't That's express, guys. Um, you know, I've known Adam a few years now, and th- this dude is like, I'm I'm so pumped to have him on today. Like, we're gonna yeah, get into dude. some nitty gritty, is... some raunchy, Woo! some real deal. You guys like, are in for a treat. Ooh, uh, hell yeah. Yeah, this is gold. Hell yeah. This is gold. All right. Tell everyone you know about this. This episode you do not want to miss. Yeah. Yeah. Adam, question number two. What do you love? You know what, dude? I love teaching. Mm. I mean, I love a lot of things, but I'm an educator and I, I love, I just love teaching, man. It sets my soul on fire. Who do yeah. you teach, Adam? So, uh... By day, <laughs> I'm a high school math teacher, what? right? So I've been I've been I've been working with adolescents for about ten years, and um and and I love it. I'm in the classroom, I'm giggling and shit. The kids are having fun. We're all having a blast. And I love it. It's my element. It's like breathing air. Trying yeah. to go a whole summer without teaching is difficult for me because wow. I love it so much. I taught summer school this 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 summer because I just, I love it. 
Oh my gosh. I love it. What what can you tell us about the next generation coming up? Yeah. Oh man. Ooh. Well, so kids these days, they're growing up in a world that, the likes of which we've never seen before. Right. Right. So the, the, cause us, we are digital immigrants. Yeah. Right. We didn't, we didn't grow up with this type of technology. We like rode bicycles and built tree forts and shit. Right. <laughs> the kids yeah. coming out now, they are born into this, this Google, Facebook, Snapchat, you know, iPad, yeah. all that shit. Do they have it all? And so, uh, they're going to be a different breed, and and they are already. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not here to say doom and gloom or anything. I'm just saying it's different. Yeah, mm. it's a very different thing, and we need to be awake as educators and as human beings on this earth to understand uh, how to proceed. Ooh, yeah. ooh, dang. Okay, I'm Yo, excited. Yeah, yeah. Like we, it. It's about to go down. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, question number three: What is one book that has influenced you in your life? In such a profound manner. Right. So it's funny. I was thinking about this question. I knew you were going to pop this question. And uh, and I was going to say The Power of Now. I just recommended it to uh, my dude, Bryant, and he just copped it and started getting into it. But I was listening to the last episode, and Homegirl said that. So yeah. I'm going to say The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck by Ooh. Mark Manson. What? Solid Ooh, book. Yes. Solid. It's uh, probably about as spiritual as Eckhart Tolle is. Shut up. But uh Whoa. but a little yeah. funnier. Yeah. I'd say. Wow. Yeah. Wow. This is, How... this is actually a book I've read. I'm familiar with it. Oh my god. I know yeah. Mark Manson. Yeah, yeah. The, the subtitle is uh, a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. Yeah. Wow. It's solid. It is solid, man. I mm-hmm. recommend it, it to those that are listening, I recommend that book. I say I remember like a viral post he did on relationships years ago. So that's, that's how I, okay. That's how I got into that, dude. Yeah. All right, all right, Adam. So how how's it how's it influenced you, Adam? Um, well, my entire life, I've I've chronically handed out way too many fucks. <laughs> I give way too many fucks. I care about everybody and everything all the time. I want to do all the right things and do yeah. everything for everybody. I want to help. I, I just want to do too much, and I, and I just care too much. And it, it sounds. Like, you know, how could you care too I much? I second that. You can care too much. Yes, Dude, I trust know, me. Yes. Straight up. It's it's detrimental to you yeah. to care uh too much. Yeah. I mean it's it's kind of soul crushing actually. It's an Ooh. addiction, if you will. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. There you go. Let's get into it. That's an yeah. addiction. Yeah. Hell yeah. Of of trying to do for others and help everybody else. People and, that, pleasing. and you're dying inside. Yeah, people yeah. pleasing. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Terrible. But so, but it's like how, how like how what percentage of society are people pleasers i'd say probably like i don't know 95 ish percent oh really i i, I don't, I don't know that. if it would be that, that. <laughs> that's a large <laughs> number there dude <laughs> come on but yeah there are there are uh, a, a lot of them out running around yeah and uh there's definitely some people who are not crowd pleasers yeah right uh-huh so adam you're on the show. You're on the Sober Life audio experience. Stoked. Yeah. Give, yes. give us a little background. Like, um, I, is it fair to say that you have some authority when it comes to drugs and alcohol? Like, let, let's let's paint a little okay. picture right okay. now. So okay. we have, who you be? Who, who are we talking to who here? Day? Who, day? <laughs> who you be? Where you come from, bro? So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, I, there's a bunch of alcoholism running through my family. Okay. And um, so I, I, I saw it. Uh, from an early age, uh, my parents split when I was three years old, and I watched um, 
my mom gets sober and my dad very much not get sober. Mm. And I got okay. to watch both of these trajectories. Okay. Wow. Uh, from an early age, and I, and and I saw my my just other friends and family members around in my neighborhood. I saw a lot of heroin and, and alcohol and just whatever. East Coast, right? Yeah, East Coast. And, and I got to see a lot of the carnage and wreckage and damage and stuff. And um, I guess I'll give you a little bit of my story. Uh, I, I, I saw a lot of alcoholism, and I was like, I'm never going to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. I'm never going to drink. Terrible. I'm and, different. Um, yeah, I'm yeah. special. <laughs> uh, but eventually, uh, I started smoking reefer. Because that's not alcohol, and so like that's not a bad thing. It's natural, okay? Mary Jane, it's, it's all natural, <laughs> and uh, and I thought that was okay, and um, and just years of my life vanished, right? And uh, yeah, and many well, I, many pans of brownies, yes, also. yes, um, <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I think I lost a lot of my my childhood. <laughs> in adolescence to just being in this haze. Um, and eventually I did, I did pick up a drink eventually and then started experimenting with other drugs and, and then shit got ugly fast. And, and I was like, you know what? And well, here's the thing. Okay. So here's, here's what I bring to the table. Um, my father always had a beautiful outside life. He had a beautiful house and the car and the, and well, your truck, he had lots of trucks, love trucks. But uh, just, you know, the job and the money and the everything looked super pretty. Even you walk into his house, there was always fresh vacuum marks on it. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Like, fresh. And dude, okay. was he'd be at the grocery store and be like, hey, how's the wife and kids? And he knew everybody in the entire town. They're all waving at him, right. happy, everything. Beautiful outside life. Yeah. And he would go home and, and drink himself stupid. Oh. And just want to die, just rotting from the inside. <sighs> and uh, and so I got to see this. And, um, you know, I don't know, I'm 21 years old probably. And I'm, I'm starting to feel myself kind of going down this trajectory. Because I had this list of I'll be happy when I get all these things. The yeah. job and the house and the car <laughs> yeah. and the girl and the things, the money. I need all these things. Then I'll be happy. Right. Dude, who, right. who, who else has those lists, right? Oh, my right. God. A oh, lot shit. of people. Yeah. yeah. Everyone has those lists. So yeah. I, I got all the stuff on the list, and I fucking wanted to die. Uh, I wanted to suck, start a shotgun. I was so done with, <laughs> with life. Yeah. And I was like, what the horseshit, dude? Uh, and, uh, and well, so what happened is I, is I saw, I looked in the mirror, and I saw my father. And that was my rock bottom. So, you know, I didn't, I didn't go to rehab or detox or DUIs and none of that. I don't have this like story. A lot of people have these fancy stories. I don't have that story. I just saw my life going to shit and said, all right, time to do something about this. The acorn didn't fall too far from the tree, huh? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not into that. I I don't want to. Damn, that's a, that, that is profound though, that that was a pivotal moment in your life. Right. Mm -hmm. And. A lot of people have to go through a lot worse before they make yes. a decision to to change. Yes. For you though, blessed. Whew. Not only that, but just to be able to recognize. Yeah. Right. A, a, yeah. a lot of people in there, you know, using and drinking, it's hard to recognize anything. Right. right? You know, or make a decision at all. Right. And then. Uh, Fuck committed action. That's not possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, and, and you were able to, man. So here, here, here's another blessing. Yes. So I was diagnosed with diabetes when I was eight years old, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't sound like a blessing because diabetes sucks. Yeah. Yes. Like, However, 
diabetes really, um, it kept me in check as far as, you know, drinking and drug use. I was like, it, I can't really go all out cause I could die. Yeah. Right. You know, like I can't be super plastered. I, I need to be able to have some semblance of control over, you know, my, my medical situation or right. else I can literally die. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and so, um, that, that helped me keep an awareness Mm-hmm. about myself of like what's actually going on here and, and yeah. how am i living and is this sustainable can i actually yeah. live like this and and yeah. the answer was no i could not do it i couldn't i couldn't pull it off adam what were some of the moments of clarity what were some of the realizations that you had um looking back that had a significant impact on you doing whatever it took you know to get and stay clean and sober um, we talked about the, the realization I'm like my dad yeah. sounds like maybe he wasn't the best role model in your life. Right. Well, he taught me everything I would ever need to know about alcohol. Yeah. Um, damn, there was this, uh, yeah, he's my, one of my greatest spiritual teachers. Really? Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Um, and, uh, which in, in itself is a blessing. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, there's, there's people who, who are totally clueless. They just think they're insane yeah, that right. they have this, this drug and alcohol addiction and they can't. Yeah, what a blessing to realize to that, yeah, okay, I got what he's got. So there was this moment um, where I was just working myself stupid, um, just, you know, workaholic kind of yeah. thing happening. And uh, it just life was so empty. Life was just hollow and... um. And uh, my girlfriend didn't have a car at the time. This I'm 22 years old, maybe. I don't know. Um, and I had just worked a double shift overnight and, and had this long commute. And I got home and she needed a ride to work. And, uh, you know, and, and so I had to give her a ride and then, you know, try to get a couple hours of sleep so I could go back to work in a couple hours. And it was uh. just, I was just tore down. And she was like, is this, you know, is this okay or is this too much? Or I forget what she asked me, but she asked me some question and I was just lifeless, dude. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know. And it was just like this emotional, hollow, empty. Just, uh, I, I just, I didn't, I, I couldn't answer any questions about anything. I was just like, I, I, I don't know. I was just so tapped out. Yeah. And that was just, that was this moment where I was like, shit, I gotta, I gotta do something about this ASAP. Yeah, because this if the if the rest of my life looks anything like this, like I'm checking out. Yeah, I'm mm. signing off. Damn, Adam, have you ever felt hopeless? Oh, for sure. Yeah, mm. that's that's what that is. Mm. Hopeless, empty. Yeah, just like uh, life has been drained from your veins. Helpless, hopeless. Yeah, I've I have felt that way. Uh, I felt that way in sobriety at times. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I've I've hit some rough spots. Yeah. And yeah, shit gets real, and 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 life life is a, in full session, right? And um, I mean that's the thing about about living sober is you get to experience all of life, yeah, yeah. the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, all of those things. And um, and my, my opinion is that it's all beautiful, you know, right. even even the even the the struggles. I mean, it's a beautiful struggle. It really is. Um, what are what are some um some tools some practical applications what what are some things you've done to shift to reinvent to innovate to snap yourself back onto a trajectory of 
like knowing you dude you're you're like usually a pretty stoked like happy full yeah. of life guy yeah like, like my general experience yep. of you True. is that like loves hip-hop i know you could beatbox i know you can spit some bars oh, like i got bars yeah you do so like what what are some tools or some things that you've used or, or some resources that have been available for you that have uh you know, taking you out of some of the darker days. Like, you're, we're not going to rise above being human. Right. You know? It's not the goal. Yeah. yeah. And I've tried to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work. Yeah. Go, going deep on that spiritual tip, uh, like walking yeah. on water. Yeah. 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 Or just trying to, uh, you know, be some kind of robot, be some kind of automaton to do list destroyer. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not practical. No. No, and it doesn't. It is. It doesn't even make sense, man. No, it's yeah. stupid. And, and it's one of the things that Brian and I talk about all the time, man, is that this this idea of living a sober life, right? It's something yeah. that obviously we got a fucking podcast about it, right? <laughs> but aside from that, it's like the part of the reasons that I'm excited about living a sober life is that I get to experience all aspects of life: the good, the bad, the ugly, the indifferent, all of it. Mm-hmm. And why that's a good thing, and and I would love to get your opinion on this, but for me, the reason why that's a good thing is because I'm completely uninhibited. That all everything that's coming in, information, feelings, emotions, facts, I get to go through all of that and make decisions based on actual facts, like real data, like real mm-hmm. experiences. You know, and for me that's beneficial because then it's it's allowed me, you know, a bit of clarity in my purpose and and how to maneuver around life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't answer your question, but I'm feeling what you just said, yeah, Roman, yeah. about um, being brought into uh, reality. Yeah, where facts exist. Yeah, because when when you're drunk and high, and 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 even if you're not using substances, but just just burying yourself in work or video yeah. games or porn or love addiction, whatever kind of whatever your addiction looks like, uh, when you're escaping reality, you. You're not really living life mm. in reality. I mean, you've created your own little <sighs> magical world for yourself. Sure. It reminds me of that movie Inception yeah. when they're in limbo. Yeah. <laughs> Looks cool. It's not real. Yeah. yeah. So so uh since so I I've been sober for about 10 years now and I I have gotten intimately uh, acquainted with reality Shit. and and all of its of the feelings and the thoughts and the the actions and just uh, every part of it and in relationships and um just I'm present for my life today and that's that's a a beautiful thing power of now yeah yeah exactly up. yeah yeah totally that's that dude yeah so yeah so to get back to uh Brian your question was something about tools and um. It's funny. I'm 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 moving to University Heights. I'm stoked, but so I'm I'm taking down stuff in my in my my room right now, and uh, just some of the the recent things that I've done. I mean, I wake up and I have a couple of books I read. Yeah. I do some meditation and prayer. I'm in mean, all that hippie stuff. <laughs> uh, but something that I've been into this last year is um, I had these two big closet sliding doors, and on the left one, floor to ceiling, I, I made this huge collage of all these beautiful pictures of moments in my life, friends, family members, me like, you know, skateboarding or snowboarding, surfing, Ah. doing just all these just beautiful, awesome moments in my life and people I love and things that I love, um, you know, childhood pictures and and current pictures and just this 
So I wake up in the morning and I look up and go, oh, that's right. My life is fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. I wake up to that and go, oh, yeah. In, Dude, in case that's... I forgot, this is my life. <laughs> that's right. So wow. And uh, on the, the, the panel on the right, I haven't taken these down yet. I took down my collage yesterday. But on the panel on the right, I, I have a lot of things that I've written. And it's kind of like, you know, you hear about positive affirmations yeah and and they always sound corny the first time you hear about them like look in the mirror and be like you're a beautiful child of god and it just (laughs) sounds corny as shit right um and maybe it doesn't to you maybe that's maybe that's your your get down but i kind of started making my own affirmations and some of them are things i heard things i read things i found or whatever but yeah um i just started writing messages to me Mm. um and and one of them i made a big list of what's amazing about adam and I, I made a list of Damn. like just all the yeah. things that I love about me. Yeah, share some of that. Like what? Like what <laughs> kind of thing? Like we got into this in another episode of like how you talk to yourself mm-hmm. is, is huge. Oh yeah, and like you get to talk to yourself the way that you want to. So why not start yeah. saying some good things instead of like I'm a pos and like I'm not going to amount to nothing. My life's over, right? And it's never going to get better, right? You know. So like, what are some things you say to yourself to like give to yourself? Um, so, well, again, I have this, this list of all these things that I'm amazing at or that I'm good at or that, that, you know, all my things. And and I cherish all those qualities and and I say, yeah, you're awesome. Like, you're a great dude. You're, you're funny. You're outgoing. You're passionate. Like I, I, I reiterate those things to myself. So I remember who I am. Right. Cause your brain can weave some, some web of lies about, you know, what you think other people think you think they think. Fear. Yeah, I just saw just this fear horseshit. Yeah. And and so I tell myself the facts about who I am. And the facts are that like I'm a phenomenal dude. Yeah. Right. I mean, not to be all too yes, my horn and stuff, but like I'm 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 fantastic. Like I'm no here doubt. to tell you. <laughs> and uh so I've I've gotten in the habit of, of telling myself that and I think even more so than than that is um is catching the negative talk. Because, you know, we all make mistakes. And and when I make a mistake, rather than beat myself up or be like, oh, man, like, there I fucked up again or yeah. or, or whatever, I, I don't let myself do that anymore. Right? Mm. And so here's another tool. I printed out a picture of baby Adam. Okay. Right? And I, I don't know, I'm maybe four or five years old. And I had this cute little pic. And I'm stoked. Right? <laughs> I'm, I am so stoked. Little baby Adam just ear to ear, grinning, just cheesing and just happy like all oh, my life and this is yeah. this is my earth yeah. wow let's get it to be just yeah i mean just a little happy kid right we were all that happy kid once yes. and then some yes, bullshit happened right <laughs> yeah and, uh, but Black so life. i have this and and when i first got into this reparenting myself i printed out a whole gang of these little baby pictures and had them in my wallet in my car on my mirror my bathroom everywhere <laughs> and so i would see baby adam everywhere that's awesome and so bro. anytime like I would want to say something mean to myself. I would picture saying that mean thing to, to this adorable, precious child. Dang. And no, there's wow. no fucking way I would say that to that beautiful kid. Wow. Right. And, and if I was going to go do something self-destructive, I would think about if this, if this beautiful five-year-old baby boy was going to go do something destructive. I'd, no. Yeah. Or, or, or if, if I was going to go hang out with someone who's not a good influence, who's someone who's terrible, I would say, would I trust my precious baby Adam, I, would I trust this woman to babysit my precious baby Adam? And the answer is no. Like this, this is this person is not wholesome, <laughs> right? Wow, dude, this is like yeah, no, chills. this is gold, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah so any tools I can find anywhere, I scoop them and use them. 
and and like I you know I, I I'm down with like the Bhagavad Gita and the Dada Jing and the Power yeah. Now and any like any play, I, I I rock out with churches like I'm I'm cool with anything Sufism like what it. do you got G- give me it. that I love the Dao and, yeah any all tools about, any tools yeah, I want it it's all about being like you said man we have a similar vision being the best me that I can yes. be yes yeah yeah that's what it's all about so Adam let me ask you a question. When you were first getting sober or introduced to that lifestyle, mm-hmm. did you have any idea that your life would look like it does now? No, hell no. Hell no. And that's so that's I'm glad you bring this up. Yeah. Because I was listening and there was an episode where I don't know if it was Brian or you or somebody was like, hey, Probably just Im- imagine what your life would be like without drugs or alcohol. And I was like, that's that's not fair to ask that for to people because they have no clue. Yeah. They have no idea What's going to happen? And I mean, I've been on this roller coaster ride of miracles and coincidences and mm-hmm. just like amazing things. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and my life is, is so awesome um, that, uh, I mean, that, like these, these amazing miracles will happen. And then I'll be like, wow, that was so profound. And like, I should write this down. And I'm like, nah, it was such a big thing. I'm never going to forget that. And then like the next <laughs> week, another full-blown miracle burning bush right. happens i'm like oh my god yeah and then i'm like well i'm never gonna forget that and like for real i should just i should start writing all these down because there's so many of them that my life has just been one miracle after the next for from the last 10 years and uh yeah i, I couldn't have predicted any of that stuff i mean I, I couldn't even tell you what's gonna happen tomorrow man my life is is pretty awesome dude i think uh, it's yeah. something that pro- you bring up a great point you know a lot of people that are still out there out in their, there in their shit out there it, it doesn't even seem fathomable you know like no. i i remember so here's a story you know for me when i was getting sober i had this mentor someone i i looked up to immensely chris bennett shout out chris bennett you're my bro love you dude and he asked me a question that changed the scope of my life and he asked me what do you want your life to look like mm. you know i had like i don't know like six or seven days <laughs> and I was like, I- I'm confused by this question. Yeah. Literally confused, sitting uh-huh. there with him. And he was like, what, if you could pick out what you want your life to look like, anything in the world, what would it look like? And I was still confused because that point in time, I didn't know that I had options. You were like, I want a hot dog. No, yeah, I was like, hungry. I was like, well, you know, like I'll probably go back to prison. So like maybe like on like something that's not too serious of a crime and I'll probably be homeless again. Hopefully it's here in San Diego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, no, like you're not getting it. Like you get <laughs> you have a choice in what your life could look like. Mm. And, and it was the first time in my entire life that somebody told me I had a choice. Yeah. Like I don't know where I learned that I didn't have a choice, but I did. You get to create your life. Yeah. A lot of people are missing out on that shit. Right. And that's a a lot of people that are, you know, work all day and then maybe hit the happy hour or whatever. And they're just, they're just kind of on this autopilot thing and they're missing out on, hey, you have an opportunity to do whatever the hell you want on earth. Well, yeah. and, that, and that's part of the mission behind what we're doing here is like... <laughs> Wake them up. Well, dude. what about like in sobriety? Wake yeah. up. Like being sober, living a sober life, like that's the coolest thing. One of the best things to have ever had happen yes. to us. Straight up, dude. Yes. You know? Such a blessing. A lot of people, you hear a lot of people in sobriety be like, they, and you know, this is opinions of other people. I don't, it's not my opinion. Right. Let me just disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. There's some people are like, you know, oh, uh, like... I wish I wasn't 
an alcoholic. Or I wish I wasn't a drug addict. I wish I could drink normally. Mm -hmm. I wish I could recreationally smoke marijuana. Fuck that, dude. Nah. Like, I am so grateful today. And I'll say this, too. It it is, there's two sides of it. I'm grateful that I'm I'm an alcoholic. I'm grateful that I've I've had the past that I have, but only because I'm sober, mm-hmm. right? And I've chosen this lifestyle. Okay. Had I not uh, had I not been sober right now, like no, I wouldn't wish that shit on my worst enemy. Mm. Yeah, you know, because sobriety has afforded us a pretty damn good life. I agree. It's a beautiful thing, and so- sobriety. So here's another thing: of could you predict what would have happened? Um, so I, I just, you guys know, uh, a week ago I had a hip surgery. Yeah. It wasn't a replacement, but they went in there and, and trimmed some things down. <laughs> um, and uh, I was reflecting on this because people were like, oh, man, sorry to hear, you know, your surgery or whatever. And I'm like, no, this is self-care. This is me loving myself right now. Like, what are yeah. you sorry about? This is beautiful. I'm so happy I had this surgery. And, you know, I took years to, to, to get here, but... Finally, I did it, and this is—I am so happy about this. Yeah. Right. So people have a different perspective than right. I do. Right. Yeah. And so since I got sober, I've—I had an ankle surgery because I had a bunch of like, because you know, before I got sober, like I didn't care about myself. I wasn't planning right. on sticking around too long, so I was just beating yeah. myself to death. Dude. And so I had, so, you know, I had broken bones truth. and not gotten it casted, and just who cares, whatever, just rocking out. So I got sober, and I said, oh, well, maybe I should take care of this. You know, like I've bone spurs and things and whatever and so i had some surgery on that i had a deviated septum surgery Uh, i had another operation on my nose because i I couldn't breathe through my nose for like my whole life uh um i mean you know limited but um you know i mean as a kid like i chewed with my mouth open and people made fun of me and like i felt shamed and stuff and i was like oh well maybe like there's i have a breathing problem (laughs) right yeah maybe that's something that I, i could seek medical help so I got that taken care of. Like there's so much I'm doing to improve my life because now I'm in touch with reality nah, and I have yeah. tools for lifing. Right. Dude. You know, like I can adult now. I can, right. I can do whatever I want and, and it's it's a beautiful thing. And that's so – let me just – I'm getting on a streak here. Uh, I woke up one day. So I, I, I lived in Delaware. <sighs> Don't make Wayne's World jokes right now. <sighs> I lived in Delaware for 29 years. Is that is that like in the U.S.? Is that, is that, <laughs> is that in Texas? Yeah, where's Delaware? <laughs> right, right. Uh, that city? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I woke up one day and was like, yo, I, I get to choose where I live. You know, because yeah. I got sober and like yeah. suddenly I got options. And, yeah. and I was like, yo, I'm going to San Diego, poppy. Like, let's do this. <laughs> You know, quit yeah. my job, broke up with my chick, liquidated all my worldly possessions, and drove out in a Honda Civic <laughs> with a dollar and a dream. And like, I'm doing it, I'm doing it, Big Daddy. And I, yes. so before I got sober, like all of my dreams and goals and hopes and everything was sitting right in front of me, and I couldn't even reach out my hand and grab yeah. it. Wow. I couldn't even lift up my lethargic ass hand and Oof. grab the beautiful dream sitting right in front of me. And Damn. I got sober, and I'm like, yo, yo, pass me that. Yeah. yeah. Let, let me get that. Yeah. Let me get that. Yeah. Dude, and it's a it's a huge part of sobriety too, man. Is is for those listening, man, it's like if you're thinking about getting sober but you're like, I don't know if that's the life for me, dude. It it doesn't It look, is. It's nothing like whatever you think. Right. Whatever right. like conception that you have of what that may look like, it's different. Son. 
Yeah. I just watched the Amy Winehouse movie. Yeah. Have you guys seen this? Yeah. Uh-uh. Holy shit, Amy dude. Fan. Holy shit. Dude. I didn't know. I didn't know. Now I know. Um so yeah, she was full blown, dude. People were just watching her die yeah. publicly. It was terrible. But uh part of that was, you know, she got clean for a little bit and and then she told her homegirl like life is just it's not exciting without drugs anymore. Yeah. And that's because she didn't have a solution. She didn't have a way to live. She didn't nah, replace man. all her negative habits with positive habits. Mm. And that's the thing. You got you got to don't just stop doing dumb shit. You have to start doing smart shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? You, you need to replace it. And this is, this is education, right? Yes. You can't just tell a kid, stop leaning back in your fucking chair <sighs> twice a day, every single day. You remove his chair and you give him a yoga ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you don't have to yell at the kid and be resentful anymore. Like yeah. he's, he's just, he's posted up on his yoga ball and he's happy. You're happy. Everyone's happy. Yeah. So yeah. replace the old dumb shit that's not working <sighs> with something that works. Solution, mm. baby. And so there's people who just get dry. Yeah. There's people, and there's people with long-term sobriety. Yeah. Uh, and it's so terrible. I don't want what they have. I'd rather right. be high. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you have to, and, you know, I mean, if you're going to get sober, like, good on you, but yeah. Th- grow. Yeah. How would you suggest someone start that? Like, I, I, I can think of people and I'm just like, like, well, where, okay, cool. Like, but, but what do I do? Oh, but to, uh, how do you get sober? Not to, like, start, like. Adding some value and some solution and some some meaningful shit. Like what, one thing I'll hear in sobriety is like, well, uh, you know, now I'm sober, I'm just bored. Mm. Uh. And like what what was told to me and and what I love to just jump on the opportunity of is is nah, it's not that you're bored, it's that you're boring. Bing, 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 bing. That you're a boring person. I've never been bored, not once in my entire life. I don't even know what that word means. <laughs> uh, I've I've heard it spoken before. I don't know. I've I've never I haven't owned a television since I moved out of my parents' house. Like I don't I'm not a I'm not bored. It's not a thing I do. What are some of your interests? Like what what gets you going? Oh man. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about that. Cause I, I know you're up to big things and like yeah. you're doing a lot um, of stuff. What are some things you're interested in? What are some things that you're passionate about? So, uh, well, I'm, I'm super passionate about education, like I said, and and not just in the classroom or math and physics and stuff like that, but also um, in educating others, just helping others. Um, there's a thing I've been doing lately, and and I didn't want to I didn't want to pull this out on the show because it's no, a whole plug, it's plug a whole it. a whole other thing. Um, plug it. So a lot of people. Um, not just in sobriety, but people all over the world talk about dating terrible people over and over and over again, mm. right? They just keep picking the same terrible partner, yeah. and uh, it's just Groundhog Day. <laughs> and um, and and they say I have a broken picker. Okay, you know. And I told myself the same story. I said, put me in a room with a hundred beautiful, healthy, well-adjusted human beings, and like one broken, needy, depressed, daddy issue <laughs> woman, and I, I'd I'd pick her out of the crowd and say she's cute. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so, right. and I told myself that story for years, and I just said I got a broken yeah. picker. So recently, I've developed this uh, an inventory process to to fix your picker, Ooh. and and I've started helping a lot of other people. I've started doing workshops and stuff around San Diego. What do you Diego. call it? It's called Fix Your Picker. Uh that's what it is, bro. Duh. That's what it is. Duh. I mean, because that's that's what you need. Fix you got a picker. Bro- got a broken picker. Is that kind like, of a playoff pecker. I know, but <laughs> everyone wants to do that. Everyone, especially men. 
Um, yeah. But you know, and, I, and I, men, wasn't, I wasn't going there. Yeah, uh, and maybe say. they have broken peckers. I mean, that's, I mean, that's that's kind maybe of that's the, the, the picker business. and the pecker is the same thing. Yeah. I mean, I'm here to tell you, <laughs> it's like the little spinny wheel. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just yeah. a dick on it. Um, <laughs> but um, so anyway, so there's so many people that don't know how to be in a relationship at all, and so mm-hmm. um, I'm finding a. a I'm just placed in this position because because I recovered from that. Yeah, right. I was I was that guy that was dating the same dumpster fire over and over again, and 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 I I broke out of that. What what book helped you do that? Because I just know one of these. Oh, <laughs> good God! Um, so I've I've dug up some some uh, any help where I can find it, but but yeah. So Pia Melody is a gangster, and so she she's written uh, Facing Love Addiction, The Intimacy Factor. Uh, facing codependency, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of things that have to do with r- relationships. So was this stuff that you all found out after you got sober, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I wasn't finding out anything before I got sober. <laughs> I was finding ways to lay on the couch for hours at a time and not get up and go to the bathroom. And not do shit. But wait, cups. there's more. <laughs> uh, but wait. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm into that and I've, I've found that I'm just surrounded by people who don't know how to have relationships. And mm. so, and it brings me joy cause I've escaped, dude, I have, I have a phenomenal relationship with a woman. I'm, I'm going to marry very soon and spend Ooh. the rest of my happy life with super stoked Ooh. on that. Breaking news, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Yes. Yes. I am. I am off the market. I found my person and well, here's the thing. No, here, here's, here's, it's not so much that I, I found my person that I became my person, right? Because mm-hmm. you're never going to find the right person if you're if you're trash, right? You need right. to fix yourself. You need to get right, right, and then you will be able to to be in a relationship. You know, like Gandhi said, "Be the change you want to see in the world." But oh, yeah. you have to be the person that you want to date, yeah, right? Because no one will ever be the right one for you if if you're broken, right? So you got to fix yourself. And that's been, you know, my last 10 years, my journey of recovery is, is, oh, has been yeah. recovering in all areas of life from, you know, I mean, it has a little bit to do with drugs and alcohol, yeah. but just, just life and I, trauma. And, and I think drugs and alcohol made some of that stuff better. Oh, for sure. (laughs) For sure. That was (laughs) when it was working. That was my medicine. Yeah. Yeah, That was, that was treating my problem. Yeah. Yeah. Drugs and alcohol weren't a problem. They were the solution. Yeah. Until they weren't. Until they weren't. Yeah. So, so we find a real solution. So we got like relationship kind of like coaching, not coaching, but just like help. Yeah. Help resource. Education, Education. <laughs> whatever you want to call it, yeah. he's an educator. Brian. It looks a lot like coaching, you know. A lot of people are are, are being coaches these days. Apparently, that's a, that's a cool thing. I I could totally do that. Shout dude. out sober life coach. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, shameless plug. Shout out. Thank you. Um, but so yo, I'm I'm super into nature, yeah. bro. Like I, I I like to get out and and backpack and camp and get out in the wilderness. You know, Cal- California man. We got Joshua Tree, uh, and Yosemite, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Bless you. Super oh, yeah. blessed. Blessings on blessings. Yeah, reading, writing, rapping, like yes. skateboarding yes. and serving, snowboarding, all that stuff, dude. I, I just, I live, I live life. My Hell, man. Yeah. Hell yeah. Awesome, dude. So, so Adam, what are some like gems, some nuggets, some like little pieces in that, closing out that you could leave with with the listeners today? What are, what are some little little zingers, some hitters to change? Their lives, yeah. No oh, pressure. The no pressure, pressure. The pressure. No pressure. Um, what is a gem? 
I want to drop right now. Oh, there's so many. A nugget. Just one little, a little nugget. lovely nugget. A little nugget. Um, I guess it's that uh, the the problem is not out there. The the calls are coming from inside the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm. you you need to to you need to to deal with yourself and and um you need to grow. Oh, here you go. Here's a gem because this is something I struggled with recently. Um, and this was a revelation for me. Uh, the key to happiness. You want that one? Okay. Yeah. Key to ha- okay. All right. oh, yeah. Here it is. The key to happiness is um. Uh, so let me frame it like this: We are living organisms, right? Right. Yeah. Living organisms have a purpose, and one purpose, and that purpose is to grow. By definition of being a thing that's alive, your right. purpose yeah. is to grow. Grow. Right. Yeah. And so, when I am growing, I'm fulfilling my purpose. And fulfilling my purpose makes me happy, mm. right? So if dude. I so that I'll be happy when list, that's horseshit, dude. So I don't need to arrive at something or achieve something. I just need to grow. Dude. I just need to move one step in the right direction every single day, and I'm stoked. Any little thing that I do, moving towards my goal or becoming a better person or or eating differently or stop drinking soda or whatever, whatever thing that I do on a daily basis, whenever I grow. I feel good and I feel happy. I feel like I'm fulfilling my purpose on earth by mm. growing into the, the person I'm supposed to be. Hallelujah. Dang. Key to happiness. There you go. Ladies there it and is. gentlemen. Adam, where can people find you? You can find me on the block. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> uh, where, 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 I don't know if where I do want, you, okay. I don't want people to find do, me right now. <laughs> do you want anyone to find you? Do you uh, want anyone to connect, reach out, check you out? Is there, is there any, any plugs? I mean, you know what? So call. yeah, no, no, no. Good call. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm working on some books right now, okay. but like, I'm right now I'm, I'm, I have a lot of life happening. Okay. And so I don't have like a website or none of that. Like I don't got it popping on the interweb. So and, uh, when, when it gets completed, can we shout you out? Oh, for sure, bro. All, All right. right. For, for sure. sure. We'll plug you. Done I mean, I'm in, I'm in San Diego. Like, come around San Diego. <laughs> You'll find them. Ask around. The streets know about me. Yeah. On, on Frank Block. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I had my, my book out right now, but it's, but it's not Coming there soon. When, when the book hits the streets, it'll be Fix Your Picker. Pick New guys. York Times bestseller, man. It's gonna it's gonna sweep the nation. I'm Ooh, telling you. Declaration, right? Yes. Here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's, Manifestation. Oh, it's it's a done deal, it's man. Happening. I just got I gotta move the pen around a little bit. That's yeah. All, cool. all right, Adam. Thank you so much for being on. Hell thank yeah. you. We appreciate yeah. you. Yes, yeah, it's awesome. You are a good friend, a good fan. Yeah. <laughs> hey, keep listening. Yeah, keep baby. listening. And those who are listening, please share, download, subscribe, share it with your mama, your papa, yeah. your brother, sister. Everybody. Everyone. Get involved. Get involved. Yeah. Yeah. Ask around. Let me drop this one last thing. There's, a, I think the American Psychiatric Association uh, has a list of like the top 10 signs of mental health. Yeah. And the number one sign of positive mental health. Top number one sign of, of mental health is reaching out to another human being for help. Wow. So if you're not reaching out to another human being, you are mentally sick. Oh, my God. So please, please, if you're listening to this and you're like, man, I need help, reach out to anybody Anyone. around you, yeah. a family, friend, yeah. stranger. Us included. Us, anybody. <laughs> reach out. And, and even if you don't even know what to ask, just say help. 
Yeah. So, that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. That's Beautiful. Huge. Thank yeah. you. Adam. Thank you, guys. So um, that is wrapping up another episode of the Sober Life Audio Experience. Have a good day. The Specialty Produce app is the world's number one handheld resource on produce. The app features photographs, recipes, geography and history, taste and culinary applications on over 1,900 produce items. From apples to zapote, we've got your produce questions answered. Our app is available for both iPhone and Android. Download our app for free today.